Hey everybody, got a lot of bullshit to get to. Welcome to Respawn Aimfire, Kick-Ass Reverend Gaming Podcast from Raffle Idiots. I'm one of your hosts, Adam. His camera doesn't move, Gumbert. And today we have with us Chad. His camera falls over on the room. Oh, Michael, you, you are so 2022 with your static camera. It doesn't Just move, move around the room. Bit. God, that's so funny. Hold on. Uh-huh. Is my eyelid about to start swelling up again? Is it going to happen again? Oh my God, Adam. I can't. Hopefully it's just a bug bite. I can't. I have a wedding to be in. <laughs> well, maybe not this week. I can't do a wedding week. with an eye patch. Or you could. Oh, you're right. Be pretty dapper. Get that a white one. Pretty dope. Uh, catch us live on twitch.tv slash at Sunday evenings at 8.30 Eastern Time. YouTube and podcast services Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Eastern. We got stuff coming up. Project Q. There's Maybe it's there. Spider-Man <laughs> is a person. Um, Justin Roiland's game is back without Justin Roiland. But first, before we get to any of that, a couple of things. First up, shout out to Tony Mullins. I'm glad he's doing <laughs> big things in the world. A very, uh, it's a Chad College reference. It's yeah. very fun. I have two things for you, though. Because before we started, you've been in a very sing-songy mood, right? Right, right. And you were singing, well, explain to me the song again. It was the this TV show that I had not heard of. What was the song? The Give TV me that show? whole story again. Yeah. What are you talking about? The TV like the show? Space Kids or something. Oh, Space Cases. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so there's a... There's a there's Space Cases is a 90s Nickelodeon show. It's basically the kids' version of Star Trek. There's Creepy Crawlers. That was the, like, the boys' marketed version of Easy Bake Oven, except for instead of making cakes and cupcakes, you make, like, gooey frogs and stuff. And the theme songs for the two, I always conflated in my head. There's Creepy Crawlers. And then there's Space Cases. And in my brain, I used to always go space cases and mix up the two so that was that's the whole story what i love about that is i don't know what the fuck space cases is like i had <laughs> no idea and when i went down that um rabbit hole of like 90s kids shows uh it's actually 2001 oh okay. another space themed okay. kids show that i remember okay, hold on hold on hold on uh -huh, i'm seeing original release march 2nd 1996 i just went off of what you said no this is something different this is a sigwoo Segway, as some other people say okay, it, just okay, like a okay, pinnet okay. and a peanut. Peanuts. Um, Peanuts. Peanuts. So, in 2001, a TV show came out that also had to do with space that no one remembers but me and other weirdos. Remember, you remember Butt Ugly Martians? No, but I want to. <laughs> I want to that remember. Also, it was a 2001 animated show, so CG, like, very early, like, looked worse than Toy Story kind of CG. And, um... I just remember the theme song was We Are the Martians, the Bud Ugly Martians. And that reminds me of another song that from another thing that's not related. Oh my god. But just Google that show, it looks awful. Yeah. We got these shows all the time in the early early two thousands, which just like very bad CG. Oh my god. Kid I have shows to, for three I have seasons. to adjust the, <laughs> the camera just is like getting closer and closer on my face. <laughs> so I have to I have to go into studio mode here and adjust the crop so that you're not just <laughs> I love Please watch the the video version of this. Uh but yeah, no. There was a there's a lot of bad. Also random aside, there's I watched the there's a Donkey Kong Country. Oh yeah. Animated show. Terrible animation. That's awful. It looks like the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Yep. Very cool, very interesting. Uh not as good as Bug Lady Mar but Ugly Martians. But anyways, uh first thing up, main quest. Lots of new faces and that is a double entendre. Is that what that word means? 
I, it has two meanings? Uh, double entendre, uh, yeah, usually it's like two meanings and one of them is sexual. Well... These could be uh, lots of new faces from Andy Robinson of VGC. PlayStation inside. <laughs> Lean all the way back, Chad. <laughs> the problem is it follows me all the way back. What if I get all the way close? Fuck it. I'm just going to do I'm gonna do the wide-ass wide version, and then we're going to crop it in. Oh, everyone, please watch the video for this one second of him going widescreen. Oh, hold on. The problem is, everyone, I'm running beta software on everything, and there's a bug, and in order for this to fucking use my phone as a camera, it has to use the center stage feature, which I don't want it to use. But if I don't use center stage, then I'm at, like, I'm swimming in this giant room in the ultra wide lens. It doesn't look that bad on the Twitch. I look like my head is massive compared to yours, but it doesn't look awful. You're still yeah. in the center. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll move, I'll move that crop around here using the ultra wide lens. Uh, but anyways, Insomniac, Spider-Man 2, San Diego Comic-Con. Revealed a special edition PS5 console and controller. Ooh. Mm -hmm. uh, they also had a trade. <laughs> was that all that? Uh, uh, no, that was 30 Rock. People do love the way she says ham. Uh, another show I haven't seen. Um, I need to. The trailers. Uh, are you got it together, Chad? You've been really yeah. stressed out about your widescreen. <laughs> I mean, it looks fine now on Twitch. The camera is it not does. as good because it's the ultra wide lens, but. You're, okay. you're looking okay. at me just swimming in space. That's great. <laughs> uh, so the trailer sets up our story in the game. We also get uh, we, while also giving fans a first look at Venom. Before I get into this whole him Venom. explaining the trailer, we've seen the trailer, right, yeah. Chad? Yep. I've seen the trailer as well. There's really cool stuff in there. I think it answers who Venom is very clearly. This was Everyone's not our first these. look at Venom, was it? No. Um, in action. I mean, I guess the intro, the first trailer ever was like him coming out of the shadows, but this is first like full look at his full body okay. and running around and stuff. I feel like before this, we saw an image of the two Spider-Men. No, we have an image. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah, yeah. We had an image of them okay. fighting. Okay. Um, but there's a couple things about this trailer. Looks very cool and very excited. All of that. I think it basically confirms who Venom is. Everyone was like, "Oh, it's gonna be this person, and then it's gonna be that," because they said it was different. And I was like, no, "I'm pretty sure it's exactly who we thought it was," because that's very obvious. Um, and you know, we got the special edition console, new face plates. Why are all the faces different? Why does Peter and why does Mary Jane look completely different in this video game? What happened, Chad? Do they look that different? I want. There are side by side comparisons, and they look. They I mean, are not is the it, same people. <laughs> is it the is it so when they re-released Spider-Man Remastered on PS5, they swapped the mm -hmm. face actor for Spider-Man? Yeah. Because apparently Yuri Lowenthal has a face that just can't be replicated in video games. Yeah, yeah, um, apparently. Is it not that same guy? I haven't even Nope. I didn't even notice, really. It is also different. I you Google it while I keep reading this, but Mary James especially does not look like the same woman. It's just very funny to me. I mean the game's gonna be good, doesn't matter. Uh senior narrative director John Paquette told the PlayStation blog, at the beginning of our story, our Spider-Men are at the top of their game, but both Peter Parker and Miles Morales are struggling with their personal lives. Our heroes have arrived at a confluence of crossroads with uncertain futures and some tough decisions ahead. Uh, for those who already own a PS5 console, PS5 uh, console covers and the Spider-Man 2 DualSense wireless controller will be will be available to purchase separately. So you don't have to buy a new console. Just buy a faceplate, buy a controller, you're good to go. Um, the design was inspired by the in-game symbiote that's taken over the console and the controller, but you can still see some of the underlying red under the tendrils, said Insomniac Senior Art Director Jacinda Chu. So I think faceplate looks cool. I like that that's an option instead of having to buy a new console. Controller looks cool. 
That's awesome. But look at those faces, Chad. Those are different people. I have to mute this so everyone on the stream doesn't hear it. But yeah, okay. So I'm looking through this this video right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's, to be fair, it's the Yuri Lowenthal Spider-Man on the left in this video. No, I found a I found a picture that was all three of them. Um, it was just an image somewhere. Oh man, yeah. Miles does look. It's mostly just Miles's hair that looks different. Miles just has different hair. Yeah. Mary Jane is a different human being. And like Spider-Man is the third looking. Holy Spider shit! Yeah, she's a very different person. <laughs> who who knew that they would cast all these people whose faces are just absolutely unable to be rendered? Okay, Mr. Negative as well. I feel like his face just got he's taller. Got long hair. He did the Sarah got Jessica Parker though. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's got a horse mouth? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess we never really saw um, freaking what's his butt McGillicuddy. Um, Harry Osborne. Harry, yeah. You knew exactly. Yeah, Harry looks fine because yeah. he was in a tank. It's fine. But again, yeah. a cool, very excited, cool story trailer. Really, really nice. Besides the faces being different, which is just a weird thing. But yeah, I mean... Venom is going to be a full-featured bad guy. I think it's going to be very much... Because remember Spider-Man 2018, all the trailers were about Mr. Negative. Yeah. And then at the end of that game, spoilers, it's just about Doc Ock again. And, and Mr. Negative's like yep. not really in it at all. I have feeling it's like, oh, Craven, he's here. He's hunting down the superheroes. And then like halfway through, it's like, oh, never mind. Harry gets the symbiote back, and now there's Venoms on the loose. Which I'm excited for, because yeah, I love too. big, punchy Venom. So I'm, I'm mostly excited for... These special edition plates and controllers. First of all, this is the really the first time, aside from the Japan only Final Fantasy stuff, where we got game exclusive. That sounded like a fart. What did you just open? It's a bottle. Okay. Um, where we got game exclusive plates rather than just colors. Yeah, they were just colors before, right? Yeah, yeah, just colors before, and then Final Fantasy 16 had plates in Japan, and now we're getting them for Spider-Man here. And, like, this is exactly what I want. I don't want to have to buy a brand new console every time a game comes out. I want to be able to swap the plates on it. Now, here's the thing. Before this generation, I didn't give a shit about what color my consoles were. Now mm -hmm. everything's black and white. Everything's black and white. That's and right. Everything on your shelf it. is black and white. Everything on yeah. my shelf. In fact, I'm, I'm this close. I was looking it up last night of just getting a white vinyl over, like, skin for my Series X. Mm -hmm. So it matches everything else. So now I'm like, fuck, now I'm not going to get these plates. But I appreciate the fact that I wouldn't have had to buy a whole new console. I am getting the controllers, though. I don't know why. Mm. Because you're, you're Chad. I have the DualSense Edge. I have two other white DualSenses. I have the Harry Potter one, and I have the God of War one. I have no friends here that play PlayStation with me. <laughs> and I have five fucking controllers. But I've decided now that I'm just going to collect all the special edition game-related ones and display them somehow. Might as well. I bought a Starfield controller. Didn't need it. Which Just is now it. why I'm like, and now I got to think, fuck, how do I get that Final Fantasy 16 one from Japan? I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> Play Asia, I believe, is the website. Uh, but yeah, it looks cool. New face plates and new faces for the characters. Everyone enjoy Spider-Man coming out October 20th? Sure. Same day as Mario Wonder. Uh, we're going to move on to Playtime, though. Chad, Chad, Playtime, Playtime. What have you been playing? Play playtime. my time, Chad. Daddy. Okay, so here's here's the thing. We're going we're gonna to start right off the bat. I went to see Barbenheimer. It technically doesn't count. I saw Barba, and I saw Heimer. I did not see Barbenheimer. Because Barba, if you see Barbenheimer, it means it's a double feature. You saw both of them in one day. Mm -hmm. Barbie oh, and you didn't? No. I saw, I, I would have, to be honest, mm -hmm. I would have done them both on Thursday night, except by the time that I knew tickets were available, all the seats in San Francisco for the Metreon were just absolutely gone. 
And so, Bro, let me real quick aside. I was looking for um, tickets for Barbie because someone's like, "Hey, can you get on Fandango real quick and look for me?" Because they're not very good with technology. And I was like, "All right, sure." <laughs> Every single showing for Friday night from like four until midnight was gone except for like the very front row. Every yep. single showing was gone completely. I was like, yep. wow. And you go to these the theaters yeah. and fucking everyone's in pink. Everyone's wearing pink. I, I wore my pink shorts to go see Barbie. I wore my pink shorts to go see Oppenheimer. Who cares? Oh, that doesn't match. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I went to Oppenheimer on thir- or Friday at three o'clock, left work at noon to go see it. And then went to see Barbie yesterday at 4 p.m. And holy shit, Adam, like banger after banger for movies this year. These two, The Flash was great. Freaking Joyride last week I talked about was fantastic. It's like, this is such a great year for movies. Uh, I saw Oppenheimer in 70 millimeter IMAX on the second largest IMAX in the nation. One of the 13 places Ooh. in the world you can do that. <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. Made my eyes go, ah, such thing as a weaker sex. That's, that was like, sorry. Sometimes my brain connects old movies to okay. things that I do today. Um, I thought my funniest thing again. I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet, but I know that man says the famous quote, "I am become death." And someone said they were in the movie theater, and when he said it, someone he heard someone crack a beer open. <laughs> I was like, "All right, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good X tweet." Yeah, and to be honest, Barbie. I mean, Oppenheimer was fucking great, but Barbie. I think I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. That movie's fucking hysterical. It is so good. One of the best movies of the year for sure. Question. Yeah. Is there a conspiracy that Will Ferrell's character in that is the exact same human being as in the Lego movie? I don't know. Is Lego having to redo anything with Mattel? I don't think so. I think it's its own company. I just like that he happened to be cast in both of those yeah, roles. Yeah, he's the CEO of both, <laughs> and he's basically the same character in both. Um, there is this, like, Mattel. No, in fact, Mattel owns Megablocks. Um, Ooh, gross. <laughs> there is this Mattel universe that they're starting to to figure out how to build out. So it's possible he could just own all the toys. But no, it's fantastic. Great movie. Fucking loved it. Cracking my ass up the whole way. Fucking Ryan Gosling's stupid body. Oh, my God. It's, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. And Simu Liu Big as well. Boy. The mm-hmm. Shang-Chi guy. Oh, my God. Speaking of unrealistic expectations, I don't really want to eat any. I want to, all this goldfish I just ate. It's the last thing you'll see me eat for the next three months. Just what? so I can look just like Ken's. All the Ken's. Oh, you're trying to look like Ken's? Why don't you just look like Alan? No one wants to be Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah <laughs> doesn't want to be Michael Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. I saw those. Uh, yeah. Those are great. Um, more Beat Saber. I don't know if you've been seeing the tweets, but I'm fucking blasting ass in Beat Saber. I number have, one and two in the world? Yeah. I have multiple songs where I'm number one in the world right now. I have a song where I'm number two in the world, and I'm only behind by 400 points. Uh, yeah, so I'm just blasting Question. ass there. Yeah. Why is this not in your social profiles? Put it on your LinkedIn. Put it on your <laughs> your Facebook. Put it on everything. I have you did LinkedIn, it. but I don't think that I have not looked at it or opened it up in ten years. But that should probably change be my it just only to thing put there. that yeah. like I'm number one in Beat Saber in the world on multiple songs. Yeah, it was my pinned tweet for a long time that I was number four in Crab Rave. But number yeah. four is just so stupid now. I mean, anyone can be. We'll do four. another tweet where you're number one and pin that. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Destiny Trials of Osiris. I was inspired yesterday. First of all, this this season, Trials of Osiris, they have a new shader. Trials of Osiris is like all the sweaty people getting together and playing competitive multiplayer. 
and it fucking sucks. I'm not good at player versus player online games, let alone this. And uh, yesterday, Audrey, fucking queen of destiny, is like, hey, y'all, I just went flawless in, in Trials of Osiris, which means you have to play Ooh. five matches, or sorry, seven matches without losing. So seven in a row. Yeah. Seven matches, which are five rounds each. So it's 35 rounds. I'm, I mean, I'm sure in those in those matches, you can lose a couple as long as you- You just gotta win, win the whole set. By yeah. yeah. And she fucking is out there like, mm, it's so easy. I'm so good at this fucking game. It's like, cool, let's jump in there. And Audrey and Jerick and I today got our ass whooped. We played six games, six matches maybe. We won one round out of those 30 rounds, <laughs> got our asses whooped. And then she's like, oh, it must have been just because I was playing solo and, and so we weren't playing against a bunch of teams. We were just playing a bunch of solo people. And so I was like, cool, let me go solo. Nope, fucking proved once again, Audrey is so much better than me at Destiny and I'm gonna pay yeah. someone in China $16 to do it next weekend for me. Say Audrey in the chat, Sundays are the worst. Yeah, I my soul there are my body. sweatier JK days. Yeah. Um, where all the all the sweaties are out. Chad, if you want to be good at a multiplayer shooter, play on a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> you ain't got to, all the kids are at school. You don't have to worry about it. Trials of Osiris is only on the weekends. Well, it's Friday afternoon to Monday until Tuesday morning. There you go. Yeah. Monday at one Eastern, you will win so many games. <laughs> Jerick is in the chat right now. I felt my soul leave my body after trials today. I quit Destiny again. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of quitting Destiny, Dallas is in the chat with pee pee poo poo pee pee. That guy has, has a it. hate hate love hate relationship with Destiny. Um, and then finally, I am ass blasting my way through Final Fantasy sixteen. There's I a lot of ass talk this week. So much ass, so much good ass in that game. Speaking of good ass, there I did I did suck some powers out of a woman's naked titty. So <laughs> true story. True story. That's how it's supposed to work, I think. Yep. Um, that game is fantastic. There are I'm I'm doing this wrong because this is the only way I know how to play games, which is why I hate games like The Witcher, etc. Because I am doing every side quest as I come to it before I move on to the next part of the main quest. So like pacing wise, it is bumpy for me where I, I get done doing this like literally like an hour and a half battle between icons and it's this amazing cinematic thing and then I get to the I'm like oh that was so fucking cool I get these new powers and then I have to like cool the next quest I'm going to do is go out here and kill a little warthog and bring me three gold flowers and then over here and kill this bird over here and bring mm -hmm. me his tail feather and it's like <sighs> and I'm, I'm doing it to myself Oh, so you don't if have I, to do it. I know, but I but I'm compelled to. That's my how my brain works. So, uh, but I'm getting through. I think I'm like 85 percent of the way through right now. I just collected all the icons, and I, it, like it feels like I'm ramping up to the end. So I might be able to beat this thing tonight if there are no more fucking side quests. Ooh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Loving this game. It is. It is absolutely my game of the year so far. I think the only things behind it might be Tears of the Kingdom and um, Diablo Four, but this is. Definitely game of the year. And in fact, I don't even know what's coming up that might even beat it. What's coming out this year? You know I'm not interested in Starfield. But what else is coming out there's this year? There's a lot. I mean, World there's so many game. games. I mean, yeah, it might not be everything Chad's interested in, but there are legitimately probably going to be 30 games that are above a 90 on Metacritic by the time the year ends. Um, maybe because I did some research for a segment with Adam. It's like, holy shit, this is like literally one of the best years ever. So, uh, yeah, there's plenty still coming out. I don't know what you're be interested in, but there's a lot. 
Yeah. That's all the games I played and all the movies I watched. Papa John's. Ooh, ooh. All right. So I, uh, what, what, did, how likely are you to recommend a Windows PC to others if asked? Well, I don't know. <laughs> you are random, Papa, but probably a 10 out of 10 times. So a couple games I played. I was able to get some codes for some indie games, so I've been playing through those to review them. The first one is a little game called USC Counterforce. And they hit me up and they said, hey, Adam, this is a video game. It's a top-down video game. It's like XCOM. I'm like, well, I'm already sold. <laughs> the game's already great. Don't worry about it. I saw this in our inbox and I thought, man, is, is, some, is Adam like going to an army recruiter? Is he like... <laughs> Guys, I'm shipping it. out in the fall. I'll be out. No, no, no. It is a game where basically it's XCOM top-down strategy. You make a crew of people. You can customize them, all their powers. Like, I'm the tech guy. I'm the heavy gun guy. Yada, yada, yada. And they're uh, procedurally generated missions. And it's literally just the movie Aliens. Like, legitimately, okay. you go in there and it's like the little little guys on the grid, little small ones. And then they get the really big ones. And it legitimately, they're just guys from Aliens. Um it's really cool because, again, it's strategy. You've got your action points, yada, yada, all that cool stuff, building out your characters. And then you, like, move through the world, and they – so it's top-down. But then there's also a first-person camera of every person whenever you click on them. So there's, like, a little night vision camera of everybody. It's a really cool idea. I really like it. And, again, it's basically just Alien XCOM. What's it called so again? I was, uh, USC Counterforce. It is an early access on Steam at the moment. University of um, Southern California Counterforce. <laughs> it's exactly what it is. A lot of good uh, good football out of there. But no, USC Counterforce is very cool. I'm going to probably do a full review on that. I'm going to keep playing that. The other, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the next indie game I played was called Great Houses of Caldaria. So, Chad, remember a little game that came out? What's up? Thank you very much. Ooh, pizza. Ooh, excuse I want me. somebody to bring me pizza. Yeah, if only. Um, so last year, two years ago, a game came out that got 10s all over the place um, called Crusader Kings 3, right? And it's basically like, hey, all the political stuff from Game of Thrones, the video game, right? where it's like you're the head of a household, um, you know, you're doing intrigue, you're, you know, getting married to other houses and counts and yada, 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 right? It's a very cool game, very in-depth, very difficult to understand. Uh, Great Houses of Caldaria is that game, but easy. So it's exactly the exact same premise. It's like, yeah, I'm at the head of a household. You control everyone in the family. But it's so much easier to understand than Crusader Kings. Um, and I'm really digging it. So I'm like, yeah, man, I'm going to send the kid over there to make friends with that person. I'm going to send that kid over here to make a spy so we can spy on our neighbors. I'm going to try to marry this other person over here to make our family better. All that kind of stuff. So Can I, can I tell you that's really like... Cool. That's my favorite part of, and I'm, I'm going to take it back, Final Fantasy 16. Like, that's, I mean, obviously the, the icons fighting the intrigue, and all this stuff is just badass. The political intrigue. But it's just like, there's so much, there's so many, like, families and political struggles, and this person's coming here. Oh, they're going to go help this other town over here so that this city's going to swoop in and steal their crystal and their power. And it's just like, all there's so much of it. And it feels like, and there's an excellent UI for, like, going back and, and looking at it. So there's this woman that you can go visit in your town and, she takes you through. You can go like through different significant points in the timeline over the last 40 years and be like, all right, I'm going to go all over the map. And this is what this kingdom was doing while this kingdom was over here doing this. And this is why they did it. And this was the battle. And this was the motiva motivations behind it. And then anytime in the game, too, you can pause a cutscene, hit the touchpad, and it shows you, all right, here are all the characters and here's the environment that this is all taken around. You can view, all right, this character, this is why they're here in this scene and this is who they are. This is this place and this is why you're here and this is their history it's like 
I spent literally like an hour and 15 minutes just consuming all that shit, just learning. It's yeah, it's so good. It's so good. That's like when I played Crusader Kings three, I'm like, this is so nerdy and most people won't like this, but man, this is good. I'm like, man, how far back does this trade tariff go with the wheat? You know, like, it's great. <laughs> but uh, no, this game is that game, but much easier to understand. Um, and they all have a little cool. So they have their combat system. Like you can have wars and all that stuff, but there's social conflict. So I was trying to marry my main, I guess he's like Baron or count there. People would understand the for people who know history. So I was like, all right, I'm going to marry this, uh, this family. Cause she's, uh, got higher rank than me. So I'll, I'll improve my, my family stature. And then you go into social conflict where basically all your characters, you know, like fire emblem where it's like shield beats spear, spear beats magic that, you know, like the little yeah. the triangle. It's got that for the, the intrigue stuff. So it's like, all right, my person is uh, military, which beats somebody who has economic high stats or whatever. And you do that and you basically talk and have a conflict. Like there's a little grid where all your guys move around and have a social conflict. And at the end, my main guy got married to their house. So he left my house because he got married into that family. It wasn't the other way around. So I lost my best uh, <laughs> character in the game because I lost the social conflict. Very cool. Very interesting. I want to play a little bit more. It's called Great Houses What's it called? Yeah, Great Houses of Caldaria. Also early access on Steam. Check it out. Very cool. Um, and then play Diablo 4. The new season was out. I played with Mike. Uh, I'll miss it rolls. We played the new season <laughs> of content. Pretty fun. I had to build a new character, made a barbarian this time. So uh, having fun. Still early in that, but I got to skip because I beat the, the story. Yeah. So what, are, what are some of the changes that come in season one, aside from everyone being pissed off at their builds getting nerfed? People are mad about their builds, but let me tell you, this is a new character. I don't know the builds for Barbarian anyway. I know, so. right? Like, you're, like, that's the thing. Like, everyone's like, oh, man, my super powerful sorceress got nerfed and her builds. I was like, isn't the whole idea that they want you to start a new character anyway? Like, Yeah. Um, so I don't know what's going on. Honestly, I'm just trying to get to, like, um, level 50, and then I'll respec if I need to to make yeah. it better. What do you, what do you when you, because you beat the game, what happens? Like, do you get to skip a certain number of levels? Do you get to just get a bunch of experience and you decide how you like how does how does that work so from my understanding is because i'd already beaten it when i go in i don't have to replay because you're starting a new character yeah so normally you would have to play through the story but it's like oh you've already beaten it so i've already got my mount i've already got i'm still level one but everything that comes unlocked uh, with it i keep and then i get to do the seasonal content i don't have to beat the story so, so that's the main you thing. Don't I'm level one by have, like all your skills, points, and all that kind of shit again. No, you start back at level one. You do start at level one. Okay, I don't but know again, how like, into that I am. But like all your uh, all your uh, altars of Lilith are still a lot of your stuff is still there. It's basically like, hey, run through and do the new stuff if you've already been in the game. Um, but yeah, I'm still early in that. But it's cool. The new abilities. It's like you rip out the hearts of the bad guys and put them in your rings. Okay. That's cool so far. I'm not super high level, but I'm going to play that to completion. I will not. So I bought the digital deluxe. I think you did too, right? Because yeah. we played early. Um, and you get one free season pass with it, right? So right now I'm just going through the season pass. I don't know if I want to claim that for this season. Because again, it's only cosmetic. So it's not like yeah. you're at a disadvantage for gear or anything. But they just don't look that good. Let me be honest with you. I'll be honest. None of the, I like every single time I went to the shop, first of all, they never refresh the shop like ever. 
But every time I went to the shop, I was like, I don't want to get any of these things. They all look stupid. Yeah. And plus, I just ran around with my barbarian or my um, druid looking like fucking Kratos with his shirt off anyway. So yeah, exactly. It's all good. <laughs> I mean, honestly, my favorite horse armor is the one I either got from the collector's edition or the one I got from Amazon Prime because it's got like a bunch of moss hanging off of it. It looks cool. So, but the actual season stuff is cool. But you know, I'm still very early. Play that with Mike. And if you play co-op, you level up a lot quicker. Just okay. a heads up, everybody. Okay. Uh, played more Moonlighter because that's our barf game for the month. Moonlighter, play it and talk about it with us. Right. I in think we might have to do that the first weekend of August. I mean, I'm I'm not rushing. I am cool, cool. almost at the end, so I'll leave it there. I but, started, yeah. and I'm going to a wedding this weekend. So, ooh, you're playing around. Yeah, uh, being a Joel. Being <laughs> that's mean uh and the last thing i did was i started the cyberpunk anime because okay, adam okay. never watches netflix i've had a netflix account i looked the other day i've had a netflix account for what years is 2023 for 14 years <laughs> and i haven't watched it for the last four years um but i was like oh yeah cyberpunk's on here and it's really cool so far because apparently so i know there are cosmetics from that show that are in the game and i'm that DLC is coming out really soon, and I'm very excited to shoot stuff with Idris Elba. So I was like, man, I might as well watch it. Really easy, quick watch. Uh, really violent over the top. And I was like, I don't like anime, but I like this anime. And it's just the video game. Like, it is every sound effect, every, like, little, like, okay. They knew what they were doing here. It was fun. I was so going to go um, try to download Moonlighter on iOS. I was like, oh, I'll just play it on my iPad or something like that on the plane or, you know, in the cabin at the wedding. And then I was... Like, oh, Moonlighter is on iOS, but it's a Netflix game. And you have to have oh, a Netflix okay. account. I was like, oh, that's right. I forgot they fucking have games. And I'm not going to open a Netflix account just to play this game. So why do you have Netflix? Switch. I thought every human being on the planet had to have Netflix. I'm not. No, I'm not going to pay. I'm not going to pay. What is it, like $24 a month now to have the 4K shit? Because, I mean, ad free is like $15.99 or something like that. But it's still only 1080 And I don't watch 1080 mm -hmm. shit. Who do you think I am? Now, question is, yeah. does your mom have Netflix? <laughs> Just <laughs> no. use her account. No. In fact, we all used to use my sister's Netflix, and now she no mm, longer sister. pays for Netflix. So no one has Netflix. No one has yeah. Netflix no. in our family now. No. I understand. All right. But yeah, that was it for me. Um, we're going to go and move on to our quest log. This is a big one, if it's true. This gives me such big uh, eyeshadows. That's not correct. Hmm. This reminds me of the a NX smoky thing. Cat eye? The Nintendo. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, the, <laughs> the wings or whatever. Yeah. No, this reminds me a lot of NX, but I guess we'll see if it's true. Project Q was leaked. Jordan Midler at VGC. Now, again, uh -huh. I would very much say it's all over the internet. Go look it up. There are videos and screenshots of a supposed leaked Project Q, the PlayStation handheld controller. We'll talk about it in a second. Several images of PlayStation's upcoming Project Q handheld. Excuse me, I've appeared online. The images, which were initially posted to Imager and then later circulated on social media, show the handheld as well as the internal components in the machine. Uh, the images also appear to confirm that the machine will be Android-based. According to SIE, the device has an 8-inch 1080p HD screen and all the buttons and features of the DualSense wireless controller. And again, for those who don't remember, this is the... It is a screen with a DualSense on the edge of it, and you stream your PS5 to it. So it's a, it's a handheld streaming device yeah. um and there are pictures and videos of it supposedly out there there are also the rumors are and then what i assume they're trying to get ready for launch is that hopefully you'll be able to stream ps5 games from the cloud to it not just remote play 
which is because I think they announced they announced that part of PlayStation Plus premium, the top tier PlayStation Plus. They're like, in the future, we're looking at figuring out how to do PS5 games streaming to the console instead of downloading. Because right now you can stream PS4 games, but you can't stream PS5 games. And so uh, I have a feeling they're trying to nail that before they release this. Because hopefully, if this is just a remote play thing, dead in the water. It's dumb. I'm going to buy it. Stupid. If, if it also streams via the cloud, that is a lot more attractive because that is, that's just like one extra point of latency. That's an actual failure. use case. Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, a streaming device. I know what that is. Yeah. It's, it's the Logitech cloud, whatever. It's the, you know, Stadia, but has a screen on it. It's mm -hmm. all of these kinds of things. So, um, it, that, that prototype that leaked, like it does look, it looks, it shows the back of it and stuff like that. Like it looks legit. It has the the light up, the blue light up around the thumbsticks. Like somebody either went to a lot of trouble to create something that looks exactly like that device and it also has a functioning software on it, or it's real. And um, yeah, still they still claim to have all the same buttons as the DualSense controller, but there's still no touchpad on there. Still no touchpad, and I am not about to move my thumb like four inches to tap the touch screen. If it even I didn't think about screen. that. Yeah, because the screen is probably not a touchscreen, is it? You probably wouldn't not. think. Not for just button There's no reason why it would be a touchscreen. Yeah. Hmm. Didn't think about that. Well, yeah. Very interesting. We'll see. Again, for me, it's all come down to price, man. They can just do a remote yeah. play device, but they're like, $199.99. I'm like, you can suck my ass. Uh, <laughs> Call of Duty is going way back. You can't what? have an 8-inch screen and a dual sense. And sell that thing for less than 200 bucks. We'll see. I'd rather buy two faceplates and a Spider-Man controller than that controller. Yeah. No, that's just me, though. Uh, Cod is going way back. Oh, oh, way back machine. That's not a real song. Wesley Yen pulled at IGN. Classic <laughs> Call of Duty games have shot up Xbox to stop paid games lists, fueled by recent improvements to matchmaking and eye-catching sale 2009 a call of duty modern warfare 2 is currently the top paid game on xbox followed by black ops 2 black ops and modern warfare 3 reports indicate thousands of people were online over the weekend playing these old call of duty games after word of surprise server fixes spread among the community like wildfire however reports also indicate lobbies are still affected by hackers boosters and cheaters alongside the supposed call of duty effort to sort out old school call of duty uh what the supposed okay I'm going to ignore that because I understand that I, like, edited this. And I'm looking at it, and I honestly <laughs> don't know what I'm looking at. I think I'm having an aneurysm. Uh, basically, they're like, oh, yeah, why did they put these? They fixed the servers, and then the games were on sale. So people are like, probably around the Activision deal, and also maybe they're about to come to Game Pass, even though they don't own just like the old ones, just yeah. as like a fun throw it on there kind of a thing is what people are thinking. But the numbers are really crazy, though. There's like 100,000 people online and like peak like over the weekend, just like on a 10 year old Call of Duty game because I could buy it for a dollar. So why not? And they fix the service. Pretty crazy. Pretty fun. Oh, my stomach. This is one of those moments where I am super envious of people who game mostly on primarily on Xbox because Xbox just fucking did backwards compatibility right. Like they can, they can say, "Hey, this game from 2009 who, that was on Xbox 360 two generations ago is on sale for a dollar, and you can buy it and play it right now on your super modern console." And it has increased. Like that, it's so easy and it's so simple on Xbox, PlayStation. You just can't do that. And the funny stupid. thing about this, yeah, the funny thing about this chat, and then if um, 
if Smitty's still in the in the chat, he'll agree with me. There is only one game that every every human being on the planet wants to work. NCAA football, 2014. It was the last right. video game that we got. You're right. Um, and we just want that to work. Make it available. It's not even that it doesn't work backwards compatibility. It's because they just the license isn't there. We just want to play college football, right? So you can fix all these old Call of Duties. You can fix all this stuff. Cool. Awesome. Can I play my old football game, please? <laughs> I'm asking you from the bottom of my heart. Please make it work. Uh, yeah, that's just a fun thing. Last but not least, Chad can finally finish Squanch's latest. Yeah. Also from Wesley Full at IGN. This was a wild one. Um Talking Gun Comedy Shooter High on Life is launched on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 after seven months of console exclusivity on Xbox. Developer Squanch Games made the surprise announcement during uh, Comic-Con 2023. Uh, quote, the fans have spoken and spoken and spoken, said studio director Mike Friedley. Fridley? Uh, we've been thrilled with High on Life's reception since its launch in December. Our PlayStation fans have been slightly less thrilled, which is why we're so excited to share that it's coming their way very soon. Like now soon. Thank you for your patience. Uh, yeah, they just were like in the middle of a, a panel and just dropped the game. Uh, Squance recently announced the first DLC update, a High on Knife, which introduces a brand new talking gun character, Harper, voiced by Sarah Sherman, and a goopy new boss named <laughs> Mux, who's voiced by... Gabby Sidby. Sidby? I don't understand. It's the girl who's precious. Uh, Kenny, the gun voiced by Justin Roiland, who parted ways with the studio after the sense after the sense dropped domestic violence allegations against him became public, isn't in the DLC. High on Knife comes out this fall on PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. So I remember you said, you're like, hey, I'm having fun with this game. It's cool. Yeah. I want to get the Platinum, so I'm going to wait. And now you can go do that. Yes, I can. I can buy this game and never play it. Because that's my life. It Hey, you're about to finish Final Fantasy. Go play High on Life afterwards. Well, I can't because after I finish Final Fantasy, then I'm going to play Moonlighter. And after I play Moonlighter, then I go back and play all the other Final Fantasy VII games in the right order. You don't. <laughs> here's the thing. You, you do want to finish Final Fantasy XVI. Uh -huh. You should play Moonlighter for the podcast. After that, you should be but free. Here's, here's the other thing. There's so many. Like, I still have that Switchback VR game. That, all, so many PSVR games that I never played that I bought at launch, too. Like I yeah. gotta finish Synapse. Guess what? They'll still be there. They're not. They're gonna put out one game every three months. Squanch, They'll still be there for Squanch you. Squanch will be there still too. So no, I'll just right, buy it right. and then I'll just never play it. Plus Destiny. Oh yeah, Solstice On the is weekends here. too. So hard. Yeah, yeah, Solstice baby. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and give me a song while I eat this cheese stick? <laughs> Segment from out of my butt. I'm colorblind. I'm colorblind. I'm colorblind. Ooh, seventh heaven. Mm, man. Hey, what's green and has wheels? <laughs> it's grass. You were just kidding about the wheels. Oh, but more crazy. Tony Mullins. <laughs> this is the Tony Mullins uh, sponsor segment for Madam. We're going to look back at the last bit. Chad, actually, while we're doing this, can you pull yeah. up Twitter? I can indeed. And Oh, you mean X? I want you to read off. Let me see if yeah, X.com actually takes us to Twitter still. Nope. It doesn't exist. That's just a porn website. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, sorry. I accidentally typed dot. No. Okay, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. When you type X.com. Yeah. It redirects to dot Twitter.com. Really? It says it cannot find it. Because hmm. obviously you can't start a website with a dot. So let me do X.Twitter.com and see. Nope. That also does not exist. Like, can't find the server. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Sorry, I'm on Twitter now. No problem. So, 
what I basically want to do is look back at the last. You brought up, you know, you're playing Final Fantasy, all these cool games, all these good movies. Yeah, yeah, yada, yeah, yada, yeah, yada, yada, yeah, yada. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna do a little retrospective game of the year so far, and I think this game of the year. This was just speaking me and you, Chad. Right, just mm-hmm, me and you. No mm-hmm, one's here, mm-hmm. right? Game of the year for us this year is gonna be so fucking dumb because <laughs> <laughs> depending on how the year goes, everything could change. But I think that all three of us are going to have such different opinions on what game of the year should be. Oh, yeah. That it's going to be obnoxious to get a winner, right? Yeah. Because there's like, Cause we, there's a Persona something and there's a Kingdom Hearts something, I'm sure. There is a Persona game coming out that yeah, I'm interested in. Yeah, so like, that's Cozy's vote. Yeah. But before we get into all that, I'm yeah. just putting that out now because it's going to be... Basically, here's my idea, right? Cozy's going to vote for Tears of the Kingdom, like a lot of people are. Oh, Fair yeah, enough. yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Cool. Chad has already, before it came out, said Final Fantasy 16 is his game of the decade. So that is going to yeah, be yours. And yeah. guess what? I'm not voting for either one of those motherfuckers. So <laughs> I don't know what to tell no, you. No, we man. know you're it's already, gonna... you know, 100 hours balls deep in the Baldur's Gate 3. And by man, the way, they said, they said, even if you've played the pre-release of Baldur's Gate, don't skip the intro. Like, there's new it's shit all, in the yeah, intro. All new shit. But do you it's remember crazy. Hi-Fi Rush came out this year, too? I, I, we're going to get to that in a second. We are okay, going to talk okay, about okay, what came okay, out this okay, year already. Okay. But before we do that, I did ask people what some of their favorite gaming moments from the year were on over on Twitter. Right, right, do you want right. to read those out for me? I do. Um, they should all be replies. I think I was the only one who retweeted it. What are your favorite gaming moments? Here we go. So we've got four replies here. Uh, almost all of them are Tears of the Kingdom. So we've got Dane Deasy says, First time I fell into the underground in Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Jerica says, discovering the depths naturally in Tears of the Kingdom. I actually closed myself off from Tears of the Kingdom reviews and had no idea this existed until I jumped into a hole. It was so fucking awesome. And then D. Smitty says, same for me. That shit was wild. I had no idea. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice, lots of nice. Tears of the Kingdom depths. I unfortunately knew they existed, and then I didn't do them until the story brought me there. Oh, uh-huh, okay. Uh, Alec Bobko says, the mining droid on... This is another game I gotta go play. I gotta play Jedi Survivor. The mining droid on Jedi? Jedi? Jedi. 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 Mm -hmm. In Jedi Survivor. Easily one of the best gaming moments of my life. Yeah. And uh, uh, Kazabiar. Kazabiar says, (laughs) Metroid Prime Remastered getting shadow dropped on the Switch after years of rampant speculations of where the hell it was. Some pretty big. I didn't even think about the remaster. You know what's crazy this year is like there were three like ten out of ten remasters. I just don't think about, but they yeah. came out. Dead so Space what I have came here out this year too. Yeah, yeah. What I have here is basically Metacritic top to bottom. That's what I'm looking at. And just thinking of like, what are some of the best games of the year? Some thoughts about it. Whatever. Fucking Hogwarts Legacy came out this year too. Jesus, it Michael did. Christ. A lot. <laughs> Jesus, Michael Scott Christ. So <laughs> again, at the top of this list. Not no, to no one's surprise, Tears of the Kingdom. And then, again, and a lot of people in those replies were like, Tears of the Kingdom, Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Again, this is all in context of what our game of the year is, because we're right. going to be selfish for a moment. I think it's going to be on the list. I think, obviously, Final Fantasy silly Theater Rhythm to. Final Bar Line. You got that on there? Maybe. We'll talk about it <laughs> when we get there. But how do you think this is going to go down? I think 100%. He's not here to defend himself, so, you know, fuck him. But... I think there's a 0% chance he gives up that that's not the best game of the year. Cozy, we're talking about specifically Alex Cozina. Yeah. Right? How is that going to affect the rest of us, man? Because you, when you played it, you did say it was your game of the year at that time. This is before other stuff had come yeah. out. Yeah. I mean, it is, If especially if we do it 
the same way that we did last year where we had guests on and we all kind of talked about it and then we did the bracket and it came down to two games like I don't think there's any way that it doesn't end up Tears of the Kingdom in that unless a ton of people play Starfield and that somehow wins out or Tears of the Kingdom somehow just like doesn't end up in the final two kind of how mm-hmm. I think it, did Elden Ring not end up in the final two last year is that how it worked yeah we did it we did it in a weird way where I think yeah it didn't yeah. get to be in the last one um, but if it did, then it would like, that's the only way I can see Tears of the Kingdom not winning is if it doesn't somehow yeah. make it to the final two in some weird way. Yeah. Yeah. Now here's the question though. Are you going to be like me where I was forced to concede the actual game of the year? Are you going to have to do that for Tears of the Kingdom? Would you actually love something else? But you just say, fuck it. I guess I have to do it for the betterment of, of mankind. Or are you going to stand your, your lore on your laurels? Is that here's, right? Is that here's right? the thing. I'm, I wouldn't be upset if Tears of the Kingdom won game of the year. Mm hmm. Like I, I super fucking enjoyed that game. I had, and I did okay. maybe twenty percent of what was in the game, and I feel good about what I did and my my time I spent with it. And it's like, yeah, I had a fucking great time. So yeah, I would not if I had to say that one over Final Fantasy sixteen. I think I could concede that pretty. You wouldn't have to, a lot of con, you would not have to convince me very much in order to say mm-hmm. fine. That's I'll I'll agree. Yeah, strong game, strong year. So I'm gonna throw these all in one in one bucket. Basket, tisket, tasket, put it in a basket. Yeah. Metroid Prime Remastered, Resident Evil 4, and Dead Space. I still Again, Resident all Evil extremely 4. highly rated. How do you think the remasters are going to do this year? Oh, God. Do you mean like in the in the fight for game of the year, or are we going to have like our own mm-hmm. remaster thing? Like which one's going to win? No, just like it. Well, I, I haven't thought about it yet, but what do you think like in our I game of the year stuff? I, I don't think any of them are even going to actually be brought up. I don't think enough people played Dead Space because there are so many wusses out there who don't play scary games. So I think, like, mm-hmm. I'm probably the only one in the whole discussion. Oh, Cozy played it, too. But I don't think that, like... <laughs> I don't. Two of the three people that matter play it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, Cozy had a great time with it, but I don't think it's anywhere near... We haven't talked about it since. I don't think it's anywhere near Game of the Year. Mm-hmm. Technically, it was a Marvel, like, the, the stuff they were able to do. Was, but, yeah, I don't think that's going to be in the conversation at all. Metroid Prime, I still have yet to beat that game, and Cozy loved it. But there, he he also conceded some things like, man, backtracking all over the place is painful. It was like it was mm-hmm. a really good remaster. So like, I don't think that's going to come up in game of the year discussion. Okay. Um, and then Resident Evil Four, I don't think none of us have played. Oh, I thought you would have played it by now. I played just the demo. No, see, there were so many oh, things I had to play. Understandable. Interesting. All right, cool. Um, this one. Again, this is, uh, you know, all the stuff I just named, and then this is like the next highest rated one. Street Fighter VI. Again, one of the best reviewed games of the year. None of us are going to play that yeah. game. No, we're not so going to play matter. Somebody, is, that. Somebody, one of y'all going to play the Exo Primal content? That's oh, all I care about. I could do that. I could do that. Go punch a dinosaur. I'd be yeah. down for that. That'd be really fun. Diablo IV. How do you think that one's going to end up? I love it. I love it. I had a good time with it, and I think the story was really done, or really done well, but like... I'm not in. I, nothing is drawing me back right now to play the seasons. I, I probably would mm-hmm. if I like had a regular crew to play with. But like, I'm not. I'm not into the seasonal content. I don't really think about that game anymore now that yeah. I beat it. But yeah. does the 40 hours that you had with it, where that's all you did, is that good enough though? Because I mean, like, I don't think yeah. you have to come back to a game forever for it to be good. No. Yeah. I. Just, I don't know. It just the weird thing to me is that like it just felt like more good Diablo. Mm-hmm. Didn't blow my tits back, but like it felt like more good Diablo, and then okay. I won't okay. think about it again until Diablo Five comes out. I mean, it was the only Diablo game that I have ever actually played all the way through, so I was there for it. But 
yeah, uh, I'll be interested to see where that one goes. Hi-Fi Rush. I will say you guys should all play that. I don't think that that gets super far in a tournament just based on how good this games this year are. But I think for it to get on the bracket, if we do a bracket again, I think you guys should play it just for that. Because it really is a really good experience. It's only eight hours. Yeah. Um. God, Dave the Diver. I wish you guys would play Dave the Diver. Maybe when it comes to Switch, you guys will. And you'll you'll find the joys that is Dave the Diver. Probably not. I'm going to play you so many Final Switch. Fantasy VII games. You don't, have, you, you don't have to. You're just wanting to. Um, and then, of course, we got Final Fantasy 16. We kind of talked about that already. That's a front runner for you. You definitely want it to be on there. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Final Fantasy 16. Okay. Cool. Uh, and again, there's other things here at the beginning of the year. But, you know, I would say, that, again, the last one on here, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Please just play that before the end of the year. Absolutely. Because yeah. I think it's going to be a big one. Do it's Now, for you, or for me, do I need to play Hogwarts Legacy? I do like Harry Potter. Do I you think even, it would be in that discussion? Uh, I that is another game that I, like I have to go back and finish the story. Like I think I'm two thirds of the way through that story. I haven't finished it because I I open worlded myself to death and then I um just lost track of what I was doing. But I don't know. I feel like maybe I don't know. <laughs> it was I had such a good time and I was so blown away with by it for so long. Mm-hmm. But I also, again, like, I, I had to remind myself that it came out again this year. Like, so it's obviously not something that I'm thinking about constantly or like, oh, man, you know what was a great experience this year? Hogwarts Legacy. Gotcha. So okay. I don't know. I will say, just for indie stuff outside of, you know, the stuff I normally talk about, Dave the Diver and also Dredge, another fishing indie game. You guys should get to Dredge and Dave the Diver before the year ends, just for as far as indie stuff. Dredge is that, uh, boat, that boat game, right? Yeah, it's the boat horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eldridge. Eldridge Bad, HP Lovecraft is here to play games. That video <laughs> game. It's very cool. All right. That's my segment for Magnum. It's a pretty, it's going to be a tough year, dude. The fact that that was the first six months and it's still like Baldur's Gate, Starfield, Spider-Man, a Mario, there's a Mario platformer coming out yeah. on the same day as yeah. Spider-Man. Come on, guys. This is wild. Yeah. It's going to be a good year. I'm just scrolling through like Pikmin 4. That came out. It scored well. I don't care. Remnant 2 is coming out this week, and that thing's getting really great reviews, too. I don't want to play that, but in fact, I texted our group chat. I was just like, listen. Private group chat? Yeah, private group chat. It's not a Discord because we're not cool. We just have an iMessage chat. Um, It just said, hey, none of us are ever going to have time to play this, but let's find some way to leave clues in the real world to ourselves so that when we die and become reincarnated, one, we can find ourselves again, and then two, yeah. we can play this play game. Play Remnant too. Yeah. <laughs> also, Lords of the Fallen comes out this year. Ooh, yeah. I'm excited. Okay, so I'm looking at, I'm just scrolling through. Yeah, we've got Baldur's Gate 3. We've got fucking Remnant coming out in two days. We've got uh, the Mario game. We've got, there's another Mario game too. There are two Mario things coming out this year, right? I don't know. I oh, know Mario the Mario. RPG. That's what it was. RPG. Yeah, there you go. There you we go. We got Starfield. We got Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I mean, that might... That's that, a tough that one. That could give Final Fantasy 16 a run for its money for me. Now, I will say, though, I know you won't care, but it will score 10s all over the place. Forza Horizon is also going to fucking yeah. clean up yeah. critically. So, another Alan one there Lake as two. well. Oh, God, I'm so fucking excited for Halloween 2, bro. You don't even know. Yep. Holy shit. Yeah, yep. it's a good year. Just Dance 2024 edition. Ooh, Jason Derulo back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of really good shit coming out this year. Yeah. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Sure. Although it's December 7th. That might be late enough that like it doesn't make any of our lists. Yeah. <sighs> Dope. Is that the end of the segment right. from Adam? 
Yeah, go for it. Which means it's time for Game on Game Show. The Game on Game Show. We play a game called Game on the Gaming Show. On a game show. Game, 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 game. Guess what happened this week is the game we're playing this week. It's a game we played. The last time we played it was in March, it looks like. And so we are coming around. This is a. I go to this vglegacy.com slash this dash week dash in dash gaming and it shows me over the last seven days like here are the big games the big console releases the big births and deaths of people stuff like yep. that so hey chad yeah let's use zoo.com very sparingly from now on <laughs> no <laughs> now that you've called out that zoo was something i used twice and i and i certainly remember a bad experience with it this last time we're not going back to that well if i see zoo.com again i'm gonna know <laughs> uh, so I've got six things here that all happened the week leading up to today, July 23rd, okay. because for some reason this site won't refresh until tomorrow. Um, so everything leading up, starting with July 16th, I'm going to read the year and just a little um, factoid quip, whatever, like something I made up about the game or the hardware or the person. And you just have to guess what event happened this week in gaming. Uh, this time... I used, to, I used to have these, like, descriptive clues and things like that. Uh, these are all mostly just, like, one short line. And they're a little okay. bit more... They're, they're a little different than we're used to. Okay. So nothing about being birthed out of someone's canal or Didn't anything? Didn't say that. Maybe. Yeah. Didn't okay, say that. Uh -huh. July 16th, 1999. <laughs> okay. In these mountains, no one can hear you scream. Video game related, huh? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. 1999. Mm hmm. In these mountains, no one can hear you scream. Well, it's not Bud Ugly Martian because that's 2001. That's correct. That's correct. Um, I, I, in these mountains, no one can hear you scream. I know you're saying it with an inflection, but uh -huh, I don't uh -huh. know what it's supposed to mean. Do you have any other sort of. Uh huh. Well, can you, can you kind of guess the genre from this sign, from this, this sentence? Mm hmm. In the mountains, no one can hear you scream. Horror game, perhaps? Yep. yep. Horror game. It's a Silent Hill. It is Silent Hill. That's right. Because no one can okay. hear you because it's Silent Hills oh, yeah, and yeah, Mountains. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Very yep. good. July 17th, hills. 1998. Bear your balls and shake your tail feather. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. 1998. What was the clue again? Bear your balls and shake your tail feather. Oh, it's our favorite top and bottom power couple banjo kazooie that is correct banjo kazooie launches in europe on n64 oh by the way silent hill was on playstation in europe that okay, was, okay. That was, yeah july 18th 1998 tom cruise did all his own mocap for this game is it mission impossible mission impossible launched on the n64 that is correct let me tell you i actually own that game do you really it's well, in the attic i had it i don't know yeah, yeah. I actually probably could pull it out of the attic and play it again. I remember getting it. I owned it. And then one of my friends came for my birthday party and was like looking in my N64 games. I was mm -hmm. like, hey, bud, what's going on? He's like, well, I bought you a gift and I want to make sure you didn't have it, but you already have it. So I had two copies of Mission Impossible for N64. <laughs> <laughs> Not a very good game. July 19th, 1991. This was the first Final Fantasy to go to the moon, literally. What? First Final Fantasy to go to the moon, literally. Nine, oh, fuck. I don't know what the, they do in those games. So, Final Fantasy, if it's 91, I don't know, five? You're very close. Four? Yep. Final Fantasy four, SNES in Japan. At the end of that game, 
spoilers for Final Fantasy IV, you go to the moon, and then the big bad guy you've been fighting the whole time, you realize is not quite the big bad guy. He's actually your brother. And then they go to the core of the moon, and they fight this big thing. And then the hatred mm. envelop, like takes over your brother. And your brother's like, listen, we're just going to go away with the moon so that we can't hurt Earth anymore. And he's like, cool. I'm pretty sure if I'm remembering correctly, that's how that worked out. But <laughs> where's Jack Garland at and all that? Jack Garland, he's just sitting there waiting for for people to come and kill him so they can finally be good enough to kill him in the future. <laughs> Same day, July nineteenth, two thousand two. So eleven okay. years after. But Ugly Martians was out. Yes, it was. Mmm, big and meet the ball and making me squirt. <laughs> 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 um that would be that's interesting i mean i know it's mario sunshine yep that is great super mario sunshine but flood is the one who squirts not mario no, but flood's not we italian. don't know flood's nationality that's true flood could be italian you're yeah. right i was on gamecube in japan mm -mm. two more july 21st 1995 okay i'm so angry at this failed hardware launch that i'm seeing red Ooh, is that Virtual Boy? That is Virtual Boy launched in Japan. Funny thing about that, you wouldn't see red. You would stop seeing after you <laughs> used it for at least five hours. And then finally, July 22nd, 2004, the sequel to the sequel of the Super Mario RPG. Oh, fuck. God, they've got dumb fucking names. It's like the origami door 100 years in the past or some shit. You were very um, close. <laughs> is it Is it the origami does it have origami in the no, title or is it the 100 year door? The 1000 year door? Version. Yep, Paper Mario the 1000 year door. 1000 year door. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew there was numbers in there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's everything that happened this week ever. And uh that's it for Game on Game Show. That's it for episode 317 of Respawn Aim Ooh. Fire. Thank you everyone for listening. Thanks. We had so many people in the chat today. I know. Thank just you chatting guys. Chatting it up, chatting it up. Behaving themselves. Uh <laughs> go to patreon.com slash respawn aim fire, everyone. This is your homework. You get to vote on barf games for the month, which is a poll that we'll probably have out here in the next week. So mm -hmm. we figure out what August's is. Um, speaking of barf games, backlog accomplishment with Respawn and Friends, the game you've chosen for us to play for the month of July is Moonlighter. We're playing Moonlighter. So go play that. It was like $2 on Switch a long time ago, and then it was like, mm. it's on PlayStation and Xbox Game Pass. And that kind it's of on shit every too. subscription service. It's on the, the Netflix it's service. It is it's on, on Netflix. Yeah. It's on Netflix. It's on the it's Netflix on service. It's on all the services except for the Switch Nintendo Online Entertainment Service Online SNES Edition. Yeah. Um, go there. There's an exclusive episode of Rafferty. No, sorry. It is Pitch not Rafferty Perfect. anymore. That's out to everyone. Pitch Perfect. So go take a look at that. Pitch Perfect is out for patrons only right now. It'll go live for everyone else on the 1st of August. We're recording another version of that, which will be exclusive for August. We're recording that in two days. Um, so go subscribe on patreon.com slash respawn and aim fire to get those ahead of time. Um, I think that's it. I think so. That's everything. Well, thanks, Adam, for being here with me and not being a total wuss like Cozy. Cozy's back in America. <laughs> not America. <laughs> what? Excuse me. He's in North America. But North America. Okay. Yeah. yeah you're correct. Uh, what's on that plate? What do you got there? A little strawberries? Uh, it's little bananas? some sort of, I think it's a meat meat trio or an ultra meat oh, pizza slice. Oh, pizza pizza. That's oh, cool. it's that a spicy pizza pizza. It's a spicy meat to make a squirt. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's it. 
All right. Uh, and with that, here's our usual sign-off. Make me squirt.